0: For Saturday, February 24th, 2018, this is your Spurs fast break, presented by ProjectSpurs.com. The Spurs continued their rodeo road trip last night, losing 122-119 at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. For the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic was a big story, picking up his third straight triple-double. The Spurs were led by Lamarcus Aldridge, who had a big game, 38 points for them. And they got also got 21 points from Patty Mills. Rudy Gay returns to the lineup for the first time in seven weeks, and he finishes five points in 19 minutes. Uh, The Spurs ended up having several opportunities at the end to come out with a win, but a combination of uh, offensive struggles, uh, rebounding, and missed free throws ended up being there. Clearly, so as they picked up another loss. For more on the game, make sure to check out Steven Anderson's three standout players on ProjectSpurs.com. The biggest Spurs news item of this week has obviously got to be centered around Kawhi Leonard. Wayne's first coach Greg Provington spoke to the media earlier this week and said he'd be surprised if Leonard returned this season. His quote was, we only have X number of games left in the season and he's still not ready to go. If by some chance he is, it's going to be pretty late in the season. It's going to be a tough decision. Uh, that's why I'm just trying to be honest and logical and I'll be surprised if he gets back this year. This has led to much of firestorm coverage all over the media. Mostly speculation since why Leonard has not actually come out and said anything. Yet on whether what the deals with the injury, a lot of people are speculating there's something going on with the Spurs and Leonard. But again, it's all speculation for now. Uh, it's definitely something interesting, but the Spurs are prepared to move on and uh, not expecting to get him back. And that includes into the playoffs. Make sure to check out the um, the article report put on from Far Garcia. And also, this is a, a clip of what he said in the most recent Spurs caps before POP came out. And talk about this. I think it's I think it's twenty games is, is like the,
1: the the main area we want to try to get him back, and that makes it a March second return. And then like you know, if you're really pushing it, I'd say fifteen, and and that's kind of like really pushing it. You can't get a good sample size because you know in those last like five games of the season, Pop's going to start. You know, I don't know if, depending on where they're at in the in the playoff positioning, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Pop may try to rest a few games, especially down the stretcher, like he likes to do before the playoffs begin. Um so you know, I, I just don't know, you know, if, if they're gonna have enough time to bring him back. And and like you, I, I agree with you where they're not if he's not healthy by the playoffs and let's just say that you know, his timeline's finally ready to come back in round one, I don't think they'd take that risk with him. Uh they'd probably just play play the season out. Uh with, with um Aldridge as their main go to guy and maybe gay if he's back. And you know, Pops actually mentioned already uh, that this is not, you know, getting Kawhi back is probably not off the table where uh, it, it may not happen. You know, that day that, that they had to address the whole rumors about how he wanted out of San Antonio, Pop did say that, you know, in the past, we've, we've, uh, the Spurs have, have been um, uh, cautious with Tim Duncan where they held him out of, out of a playoff series. So for Pop to mention that, is telling maybe gives us a little sign here that they w- they are in the back of their minds saying, hey, if there's a, if he's not ready by this point, we we just they're just not gonna bring it back because obviously they, they can give him that supermax this coming summer, which is a five year deal. So they want him healthy for those full five years rather than just, you know, this coming postseason.
0: The next game on the Spurs schedule will be tomorrow, Sunday at two thirty on ABC. That'll be the Spurs traveling to play the Cavs, the new look Cavs. Who have won? I believe four of their last five. Now, since they made the trades to acquire Larry Nance Jr., George Hill, Rodney Hood, and Jordan Clarkson, it seems like the additions have worked out, and the team seems to be re-energized. Not only that, but the Cavs have been pretty much settled dollars as far as their defensive rating. And we saw recently with the uh, Cavs' win over Memphis how much those players are improving the team's defense. So this is one that both. Paul and I picked the Spurs to drop, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. And make sure also to check out for Stevens' report after this game. And another thing to keep an eye on is the standings because after the Spurs lost uh, to Denver last night, they are now thirty five and twenty five. Uh, if you look at teams below them, there's very few games left in between three and number eight. So the Spurs are eleven games behind. For First and New Orleans, which is number eight, is 13. So there's only two games separating that many teams. And Minnesota's right there, but obviously they lost Jimmy Butler. Uh, So this four-game losing streak uh, has done a number of Spurs in their standings, and there can be a lot of movement going on. Denver, who's looking really good, could easily move up. So if they lose tomorrow, uh, that could definitely change and shift where everybody is in this evening. Uh Still, obviously, 22 games left for the Spurs, so there could be a lot of movement going forward. For more Spurs coverage, make sure to visit productspurs.com daily and look for the next Spurs cast sometime early next week.